Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. You're about to hear the Working Class Bowhunter podcast. This is the podcast that we drink beer, we swear, and we talk about killing deer on. We shout out vets because we love America. If you don't love it, I wouldn't tune in. I'm Chase Rolson with Rubline Marketing. This is Jeff Lindsay. This is Michael Pitt. Hey, everybody. It's John Dudley from Knock On TV. Hey, guys. This is Jared Scheffler from Whitetail Adrenaline. Hi, I'm Taylor Drury from Drury Outdoors. Hey, this is Nick Martin from Ball Collector. Hey, this is Melissa Blackman. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter Podcast. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. Working Class Bow Hunter. You're listening to the Working Class Bow Hunter. That's right. This is a podcast for Billy Joe Lunchbucket, the working man, just like me and you. My name's Travis T. Bone Turner from the Bone Collector. Thank you for tuning in. Nobody pushes the envelope like Working Class Bow Hunter. It's really, really not that good. It is time for another splendid episode of the Working Class Bowhunter Podcast. This is episode number 223. That's right, we're not the biggest, but we are the most dangerous, especially when fired out of a ghost gun. We are here at 1600 Buck Slayer Place, right nice. in the beautiful Buckatorium. I that come in there somehow. Did you like that? Yeah, I did. Man, I, I, can't, wait for, I can't wait for episode 556. Man, them libs are going to be like, whoa, man. No, I'm kidding. We're not going to make it that long. <laughs> He's calling it right now. I'm trying to bury this as fast as possible. Yeah, <laughs> make asses of ourselves in public. You know, all sorts hey, of things yeah. we're trying to do. We do that. All the time. We are at 1600 Buck Slayer Place, beautiful Buckatorium, lovely Sherrard, Illinois, what a beautiful day it is today. I am Steve. The, we're in Kurt's house. Kurt, what's up? Hey, everyone. Eric's here. How's it going? So I'm just so excited that you're back. I know. And it's, been, it's been a minute. You're drinking beer. I'm drinking beer. You know what that For means? the first time in, like, what? Did you call in sick? Four months. Oh, we went 
We won't talk about that. Hey, he got the he got the uh, blue smoothie flu. Yep. So you know how it goes. What's up, guys? <sighs> you know, just feels good to be back in the studio. Does it? Man, we got some. It definitely big, does. We got some big things in store. We get to announce one of them this weekend, but maybe we'll announce it next week on the podcast. Possibly a tattoo. Steve's going to get a tattoo. We'll get the <laughs> details on that. Uh, first, we have to thank our veterans with the mm-hmm. weekly veteran shout out. While Steve pulls that up, if you would like to submit someone or yourself for the veteran shout out, workingclassbowhunter.com, hit the contact tab and you will find that there. Help us with spelling or pronunciation. That's right. The uh, vet shout-out this week is going to be Renee Hart, uh, your uh, your pal there, Pierce Oaks, uh, gave you the shout-out. She is uh, Army Major Army Nurse. Um, I think I said that right. Oh, it's his sister. I'm sorry, Pierce. Uh, his sister's pretty much a badass, grew up around hunting. She didn't uh, really hunt much. She's currently stationed, stationed in Virginia. She's studying for her doctorate. Just had her first baby. Can't wait to take my nephew out into the woods when he's old enough to hunt. So, Renee, thank you for your service to this country. Um, maybe you'll get the uh, archery bug, but, hey, in order for you to be uh, shouted out, you don't have to hunt. I mean, whoever you want shouted out, you defend this country the same way, we'll shout you out the same way. That's so, right. Thank you. So, Pierce, thank you for that. Renee, good luck on uh, on that doctorate. Can't wait to... Can't wait to see when you're an actual doctor. So I got some uh, problems I got going on. And, <laughs> and you can go submit your veteran <laughs> shout-out at workingclassbowhunter.com. <laughs> Take this moment to thank you for your service. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> and I'm proud to be an American, where at least I know I'm free. <laughs> you got to sing along with it. Oh. Men or women who died. Let's cheers that. to this. Cheers. We're cheers, cheers to this. Hey, me, cheers the beers. Hey. Cheers to the vets. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Submit a veteran shout-out at workingclassbowhunter.com. And only the USA. Sorry, Canada and other countries. Maybe if you uh, didn't use the metric system, you'd land on the moon, too. <laughs> oh, I went there. Damn. <laughs> All right. Full. Bring us into our full first uh, partner. First partner, um, I'm sure, I'm sure they hate us ragging on Canada because they're uh, big up in Canada too. Uh, elite archery guys, the ritual is shooting great. If you don't think that's going to shoot great for you, they've got a couple other bows that you can shoot. Uh, namely the uh, oh man, I'm spacing on the ritual. <laughs> no, I was going to say the impression. No, I'm I'm, I'm sorry, I, I had a brain fart. We got the ritual. What are you doing? What? What? Go ahead. Oh, my God. All right, this is what we're doing here. <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? What, what are you talking about, dude? Check out the ritual, the enlist. <laughs> you can still get the uh, option six, the option seven. Yep. Uh, you can get the revel still. Yes, you can. The victory axe. Victory axe. 37 and 39. Yeah. All great bows. Elite's really the best shooting bows in the industry. Love them. Love my, I have a tempo now. Love it. I can't believe I had a brain fart, dude. I feel bad. I was talking yeah, all this trash, suck. and then I, and then I had suck, a brain bro. fart, man. I'm sorry, dude. That happens. I'm but, sorry about that, Elite. You guys uh, have a great product, everyone out there. Um, the guys did uh, did great shooting oh. this weekend. Also, uh, Ethics Archery, HHA. We're going to talk a little bit about them in detail on this podcast. Um, Scent Crusher. So they are the supporters of this particular episode. Check them all out. 
And we'll let's. Was there a problem? No, man. The Alamo. <laughs> the Alamo. Can we, dude? Um, oh, all right, getting Lord. to it. Sorry, I got distracted there. Yeah. I felt so like American that I had to play more American songs. Just like Did a you? music video episode or what? Yeah, it oh, could yeah be. something like that. We're gonna all start right. playing Joe Dirt clips here in a second. All right, we already did that. Let's talk about it. Um, getting into the episode last weekend, I was fortunate enough to have uh, Clark Cummings come out and help me and my dad plant food plots on our lease. The man of food plots right there. Dude, it was yeah. cool, man. Clark was nice enough to bring his tractor and equipment out, and we had the ranger out there. and That ranger put some work in. Dude. It, he should probably have a doctorate was, in growing food plots. It was cool to see. Uh, we So we sprayed two weeks ago, and this is all like prescription per Clark. You know, he's telling us like how to do it. And, you know, I kind of know all this roughly. Um, but you don't know. The one thing where I fell short is I didn't do soil samples. Mm-hmm. Um Live and learn, whatever. I'll, we'll you got to know your dirt, homie. Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, I know your dirt. I know. No, got to know your Joe dirt. So anyway, uh, we sprayed, and it was kind of tall because we don't have a mower. But we came out the owner mowed all everything we sprayed, and actually the spray worked great. We we were pumping water out of the creek into our sprayer into the back of the ranger, <laughs> sprayed everything off. Um, so yeah, it killed everything off really good. Uh, we turned all the dirt over, and uh, we I, we basically put in. So most of my ground is CRP. It's CRP and timber, and uh, we planted the strips between the CRP and the timber. Uh, so we turned all that over, and we actually we planted on here. I put in uh, Arrow Seed Trophy Banquet, which is, you know, I should be able to tell you. I want to read it though. That way, I'm not mistaken. Oops, let me see. <laughs> Dude, everyone's having brain farts today. I know it's tough, isn't it? It doesn't say on their website. Orchard oh, grass. Yeah. Orchard red, grass, red clover, white clover, chicory, two forage alfalfas. Uh, so we planted that in one spot. Uh, we planted ladino clover mixed into that, and that's what we did in our big plot, too. And then is that that is that that clover that you said that comes back every year for uh-huh. five years? Yeah, it's supposed to. What do they call that? Was it a perennial is? Perennial is every year. Annual is once a year. Okay, so would that yep. be considered a perennial if it's yes. five years? Yes. Yeah. Thank you. I, no, I, I didn't so know. We if mixed there's... some of that in, and then uh, I planted green screen along the uh, county road. Mm-hmm. So green screen is, uh, I can tell you what it is. It's I did it through arrow seed, um, and I'm not saying that arrow seed is the best seed. The reason why I bought it this year is because uh, our boys from Prairie Storm Outfitting are arrow seed dealers. And when we were down there uh, at our Kansas hunt, I was like, oh, well, I'll just buy through you guys. Right. Um, when Clark was on last time, he was on Talk Food Plots. We talked about green screen, and that got mm-hmm. me like super amped up to plant that. Um, Holy smokes! It's fucking fourteen feet tall. Yeah. Uh, so this is Arrow Seeds uh, description: Green screen food plot screen mix is an annual seed mix that has the potential of growing up to fourteen foot tall. Um, so, so it's like a mix of like sorghum grasses. Um, it looks like corn, uh, but yeah, it grows real tall. So we planted that along the county road. And I planted it between on the fence line of my neighbors um, and kind of like around the <laughs> the curve of the CRP, around the south curve, so they can't... You don't want peeking in. No, no, get fuck the, no. Get the well, hell out of here. Well, well, it's not just about people peeking in, but it also gives you that tall grass where you can walk in in the morning, mm-hmm. too. That kinda, and the deer feel comfortable. You. Oh, absolutely. You know, with that around where yep. they're yeah, going to feed. Do you remember the uh, episode? I can't remember which one it was. I think Clark was talking food plots and turkeys, and he talked about, you know, the way that he... Sometimes we'll set it up uh, 
you know, just like even pinching in the middle of a food plot. Yeah, like he'll use it in like travel routes for him to get in. Oh, absolutely. But what we did, because when we scouted this ground before we leased it, the neighbor has like uh, has chairs on the fence line. You can tell they only sit there during gun season. Mm -hmm. Well, they're facing our property, so you know what they're doing. Oh, Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, so... I got them blocked off, and we got the CRP to add in there as extra. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna uh, come by gun season. That shit's gonna be knocked down. What the fuck it is. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's gonna. I got be sniper new. cell cams out there in this unit. You think oh, I'm gonna dude. let somebody get through? Dude. Tell you what, dude. They're gonna. Yeah, they're gonna fire up that. When are they gonna <laughs> knock it down? Wagon. Me or my dad are gonna be out there pretty much all the time. Oh yeah. Try me. Come on my ground and knock you're, down my you're gonna, you're gonna hear that damn weed whacker going ning ning. They're gonna be yeah, working right. on it for a while because that shit gets thick. I'll be breaking kneecaps real quick, so yeah, right. I'll be over there hitting somebody with a ranger. <laughs> yeah. I think you're gonna say with a wrench. <laughs> they're gonna be like mowing it down. It's like you've ever in dress Park, the Raptors. All of a sudden they're just gonna see like the grass like on top, like, oh god, what's a- Honestly, I think from a distance you'd be like, Man, they planted corn in there. That's what I think. That's what kinda of, it, it looks like corn. Yeah, we're looking at the photos. It's I mean, it does. But, uh, it's it's really cool. So I, we planted that, and it was cool because we, we uh, we're going to do it with the drill, but we broadcasted it. Yeah, how wide did you have to spread that to get? Did that you broadcast it and kind of harrow it in, or did? Yeah, you just... we we I did a, a cult of packer, okay. put it in. What we did is we turned the dirt over, and then we uh, broadcasted it, and then we cult packed it in. So yep. With the other seed, since it's a smaller, lighter seed. We ran it over with a cultipacker. I think cultipacker. Cultipacker. I keep yeah. calling it a cultipacker, and I don't know. That's it sounds cool. And then the uh, cult of personality. Then we or... broadcast it, and then went back over it with that. To oh, kind look, of did you put a ground blind in there? Oh yeah, it's, it's. I mean, it's tall shit. But how? Like how wide? I did about twelve foot wide strips. Okay, so that shit's like super thick in there. Oh yeah, you won't be able yeah. to see through that. See, that's ex- almost this picture right here that's on their website. Oh, that's okay. exactly like what I planted right there. It's forty-five days after planting. So what would that put you at? You planted it June second. June second. Once forty-five days after that. June, July, August, August somewhere. Almost September. September should be good. I'm hoping we just need to get some rain. That's what I'm worried about right now. Rain, rain, rain. It's the biggest equation when you plant anything. I know, man. Is water. But now Clark brought all his equipment out and helped us out. It was, it was cool. And, uh, dude, some of the kill plots, we have a kill plot that's down. I call them kill plots just because they're not big. Um, it's right down along this creek in between the CRP. And the CRP is tall enough now. And even when you're on the hill, actually, it was funny. We turned this dirt over and got everything ready. And we're up on the hill, and you can kind of see down in that area. Mm-hmm. When we were going down with the cultipacker pulling up behind the uh, the ranger, you could see down there a deer had walked out and was like kicking dirt around in the. In oh, the, really? In the plot. They like they like it when fresh dirt's turned over. I don't know <clears throat> minerals or on their hooves or what. They like it on their hooves. Their, their hooves. hooves. Their hooves. But you could uh. see the deer down there, and the CRP is not that tall yet because we just burned it this spring, and you could just see the top of the deer's head. And I'm like, really? man, they're already down in there. That's going to be a nice when the CRP's full growth. It's going to be a nice little private. Well, the CRP when you, I mean, even if you burn off anything, it's going to grow back twice as better the next year. Yeah, twice it, as better. Yep, twice as good. Twice, twice as I know. They say twice as better. That twice shit's better. <laughs> yeah, I like that. <laughs> but um, just a heads up, guys. We're gonna have we're talking about arrow seed now, and you know, Clark's talked about arrow seed because he used that last year. Our boys from Prairie Storm use it. I'm using it this year. Yeah. Um, but we're going to have uh, a mixture of guys on. A yeah. mixture of food plot slash feed companies on the podcast here in the next couple months. We have uh, 
Doug is going to be on from Horny Buckseed. Doug's great. Um, Love that guy to death. Great guy. We've uh, kind of shared camp with him. We podcasted in a hunting camp at Lodge 5 when he was there hunting. <laughs> we uh, saw him at ATA, too. Yeah, great dude. Um, so he's going to be on the podcast. Uh, we're going to have the boys from Killer Food Plots on to talk about their products. And this is going to be, you know, you guys can lump these podcasts and or listen to them three in a row if you're thinking about buying seed for next year or for the fall. And then we're going to have uh, Big Tine on. Uh, Big Tine's primarily like a mineral company, but he does seed also. So we're going to talk about that, and we'll get into some mineral equations with them. Um, big shout-out to Big Tine for their supporting our shoot this year. They sent out a bunch of bags of seed and uh, a bunch of clothing and stuff like that for the shoot. Yeah, I'm going to try that uh, buck brunch that they, they put out this year. It's a no-till. Um, you know, great for a guy like me, dude. I don't have access to a whole lot of equipment. Well, I do now that, you know, you've got that Polaris, but, you know, for What you're going to do, we can do it with hand tools. Yeah, yeah. he relies on me. Oh, yeah. I relied on Clark, though. But <laughs> like he was like, yeah, we're going to use your Well, well that's kind of the thing it. we're if, talking about. You the thing know? is, if you can get a weed eater for what you're wanting to do, like a little in the woods kill plot, mm-hmm. get a weed eater. The best thing to do is kill it off. Spray the fucking Early shit. spring. Kill it before it even starts growing. Because then you don't have to worry about weeding or nothing. Well, what you should be doing, if we're going to plant in, say we plant August, August, you should go in there two weeks before and spray it. Or we can take the Ranger, I have a spray tank, mm-hmm. and you get a jug of Roundup, we'll mix it up. As long as you can get to it in the timber with a Ranger. You said you can get tractors back there, my Ranger Yeah, we, get yeah, we can get back there. What, uh, what, do you, what do you typically use for spray when you want to kill shit off like roundup. you just grab any kind of roundup like yeah so i take it you don't want to grab the you know for when i kill shit it's just the cheapo yeah ace yeah. hardware farm and fleet you brand. can, you you can look at up. roundup and look at the active ingredient and get whatever that is and find it in another brand we use actual brand roundup i think it was 40 bucks for fuck i can't remember how big the jug was but i still have some left over um but you can go get that jug and we mix it in a 15 gallon sprayer Yep. And we just sprayed it. doesn't everything. take that much to mix it up either. Because yep. I always remember that. I got a little that... cigarette lighter plug in that connects to the sprayer and my Ranger. Oh, no shit. And then what we did, we held the wand and drove the Ranger and sprayed everything. Because should that, make it, some booms for that thing. Just fucking. I know. We <laughs> should. Just Dude, drive I, it. When I worked out at um, at the farm that me and you worked at, uh, you know, we always took those big jugs and yeah but that, that's like that's like water. soil neutralizer okay yeah I, like you spray that shit on nothing's gonna grow with hair for like a year okay like you yeah. want roundup okay just to kill the it'll kill it off and then we that's need the to, best thing to do in the spring before it actually comes up because then you can kill off all the grass and it's not doesn't have a chance to grow but then it's not killing everything that you're gonna plant in there also right it's not that well, so if we go in if you spray two weeks before we kill it off and then if it's it, you know you weed eat it up then we can try and turn it over as best we can with hand tools, or if you get someone with a little tiller, like a, I don't know, a little one you can just start up and push. I've, I've seen there's that, and I've talked about them before. I don't know anybody that has them, but they go on a four-wheeler. So basically you back your four-wheeler up onto a four-by-four, four and it goes in, If you assuming you got a little hitch. And when you're on that four-by-four, four, you know, you're up high enough, so when you put that in, they like either back off it. And then when you drive, you just do, like, figure eights. And the thing, it's not motorized, but it's just got... Um, you know, four little um, till wheels. What'd you What'd you call those? I'm, I'm I have no idea what the like fuck you cultivator kind of. Oh, okay, oh, cool. And so you just drive in figure eights until you get that thing tilled up with a four wheeler, and you just That's drive back over it. Yeah, and it's it's real simple. I mean, you know, it doesn't run on gas or anything as long it's as you it's have like a, a mechanical. Yeah, it's well, it. I don't know what he's talking about. It's like a little. It's like a cultivator, kind of like a. Hand me a beer. Like a, yeah, 
not a ch- I don't want to call it a chisel, but but it just kind of breaking up the ground. Yeah, like a little yeah. plow. It just kind of sits on the back of a, a four wheeler. But you know, if you don't got access to, or you're trying to get back at where we are, I mean, you could probably do it on a log. I, I don't know why I said a four by four. I think that's the minimum you have to be up. But if you got a log, yeah, somewhere that you can back up and pull out. But we did. We planted all this stuff, and uh, I mean, it was just so satisfying to like have the right equipment and get it done and. It's super exciting. I was telling Clark, I'm like, dude, if I just see a doe munching around in here and just like benefiting be all from worth the food it. plot, it's worth it. Totally worth it. And because we walked around, a lot of that property is grass, and we could see deer. It's like kind of a big rolling hill, mm-hmm. and all day you could just see deer moving throughout that CRP. And he's like, dude, this is going to be good. He's like, you got deer just moving around here like at random. You know, it's and it was it was high noon. You know, right, one and o'clock. Still, they're messing around making noise yeah. and shit and they're still coming in so i'm like during the rut and it's like every this is a new lease the first year i'm hunting this property every picture of a doe i've gotten is just a fatty mm-hmm. like, that's good you know so good. mature does are there once some of them start going in heat i think we're gonna have bucks running through and we finally got some good growth on cameras now i don't i see i got that one it's i like, sent that one buck to you guys and he's your got, bucks are like it looks like they're three weeks ahead of mine right i swear they are I got, well i mean i got that one buck and he's got you know he's Probably five six inches out already. But yeah, he's then, got like beams going already. Yeah. See, I got some bucks that are like thick in the bases, but right. they're just past their brow time. But like the, where the brow time is, they're like not even an inch. See, past I got their a couple brows. bucks that are out far, and then I got some that are still nubs yet. Yeah, I guess it depends when they shed. Because technically, when a deer sheds, the regrowth process starts immediately. Right away. That's well, what they, they have say. to to heal up and shit. Yeah. So, so I don't know. It's interesting. Um, I don't have all my. I have my two snipers out right now. Is all I have out. I have one of my cell cams and the other uh, cam, um, but I have those out. But my plan is probably second week of July. I'm going to put out ev- all the whole fleet and just run the whole system and see what I can, what we can dig up. Right. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's exciting stuff, man. It's a weird time of year because it's technically turkey season's over. It's the off season. Uh, we kind of don't know what to do with our hands right now. Um, I don't know what to do with my hands. No, um, I don't know what to do. So let's talk about the shoot a little bit. The shoot is coming up Saturday. Oh, hey, maybe some people are listening to this on their way to the shoot. Yeah, so our, we do a, uh, a yearly working class bow hunter shoot. Um, it's how nor- close have we stayed to the same date? Have we been off well, by quite last a bit? year? It was the beginning of May. Was it okay? Because oh, that's right. Because you were work. yeah, that's right. Um, but we do it every year. Um, it's been sm- the last two years are the biggest years. Last year, last year and this year, we still kept it private because we're on private property and we just. We want to be sure that we're not going to have too many people show up and run into space issues. Right. Um, next year, we're thinking about trying to rent out an archery club and for a 3D shoot, um, and we'll figure all that out later. But uh, there's a bunch of people coming in. D-Rock from Connecticut's coming in. The boys from Prairie Storm Outfitting are coming in from Kansas. Yeah, Big Hoss coming in. The White Oak Experience boys are coming in from Ohio. Um I think we Love got. A, I think there's a couple other Ohio people coming, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Haas is coming. We got people from. I heard Oklahoma. I heard Wisconsin. Oklahoma, huh? um, is it Paul India. Biggs? I I don't know honestly. Damn, I was hoping it was Paul Biggs. Um, that guy's my hero. But yeah, we're gonna shoot up, shoot bows all day. Is what we do. So basically, what it is, we play games. We shoot our bows until our arms hurt. Um, it's not like a serious competition. We have fun. We give away prizes from all our partners. Um, which, by the way, thank you to HHA, um, Big Time, Scent Crusher, Ethics Archery, <clears throat> Sniper, Sniper Trail Cams, um, 
Throw, I'm trying to see who else is out there. Yeah, there's. I'm forgetting. Dude, there's there is a Smith Bone White Taxidermy. Mm-hmm. The Bone Shed's gonna be doing some giveaways. Allison's gonna be bringing some goodies to give away. Oh, she is. Um, she making treats. I'm not missing anybody, am I? I feel really bad if I am. I don't think so, dude. There's a there's a huge pile of stuff in Kurt's living room, and it's like, dude, it's just it's getting bigger, man. We can't wait to get a lot of the stuff in everybody's hands. Dude, it, it, it's pretty humbling, you know. You're like, we, you know, we kind of started this podcast, and now every year we together get together with a lot of people who we've just kind of ran into. Well, that's what met. it's about. Because I see, like, and it's I seen a couple posts online. People are like, "Oh, I got my first shoot coming up," and I'm like, "Okay, I need to remind you, this is for fun. Like, this is not a big competitive thing. Um, we, our whole goal is to just kind of push people a little further to try and do things that they." Just kind of get outside your comfort zone a little bit for archery. Mm-hmm. And the way we do that is each target we have, it, there's a short mode path to it. Um, behind the further targets, we're going to have bag and block targets behind them as backstop. So you can feel comfortable shooting that distance. And we, we even have a metal detector. So if you fall way short and it's buried in the ground, we'll find your arrow. Um, we just, like, it's no big deal. Out here is fun. No one's going to get made fun of. It's all about just having fun together. Um, we all have common interests. We're all family. And then we're going to, after the shoot, we're going to hang out and maybe have a fire, uh, listen to music, drink a couple cold ones. And we have like a little working class bow hunter camping village. And we're all going to camp out there and just have a good time. Exactly. It's, it's one of the, it's a really good opportunity for if you, <laughs> our studio door squeaky. It is. It's a good opportunity for if you've never, you know, really shot a 3d course or you're, you know, you got a significant other who's new to archery, and you want to get them exposed to it, dude. Come on out. We had uh, we had some uh, cool people out last year, and she's like, "I don't want to shoot that far." We're like, "Hey, we're all doing it. Who cares?" You know, and everybody right. cheered her on. You know, it's all for the common good. So, kind of get everyone out there and try and get out of their comfort zone, and you know, support them. And say, "Hey, you, if they don't want to shoot sixty to seventy yards, you know, just give it a try." Yeah, try it out. why not? Yeah, if you miss, what the hell? I mean, who cares? We all started somewhere. We've all missed. A million times, so some more than others. Now I'm uh, <laughs> dude, I'm excited. <laughs> that knockout is it's such a blast because and we told the story on the live and we've told it on this podcast before, but we were all there setting up early last year and you know we're all shooting and you know of course I'm the I'm the town jackass, the town idiot, yeah, the town idiot, yeah, that's what <clears throat> I was looking for. So you know everybody's. Everybody shit talking me and you know whatever and Kurt is too and you know we're we're before everybody showed up we're shooting a hundred yards well we get up to knockout and the way we play knockout is well knockout's kind of good too because everybody, when, ev- when yeah. everyone gets there they're kind of spread out you know mm-hmm. everyone's with the people that they met there and shit this kind of gets everyone to interact and get together in one big group and kind of talk you know, yeah there's to meet each other and everything there, there's two people that are shooting at once and everybody just kind of kind of funnels in. Everybody's standing around watching. You know, it, it it gets the whole group over there, and yeah, when we're <laughs> every every's talking, you know, cutting up, having a good time. And this is this is America cutting oh, yeah, up, having a good time. Sure. So, so you know, we're we're sitting there shooting, and uh, holy shit, dude, you're a mess. What? <laughs> you keep playing music. What are you doing? You need hooked on phonics, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hooked on phonics. You just struggle what? to get words out. It's hilarious. Like, yep, yep, yep. I'm just making fun it's of you. It's my thing, dude. It's awful. 
it's a good thing. It, it's, it's what sets me apart from other people. Imagine if I came in here and pronounced everything correctly. Like, you know, you know, you know those how people. much more our podcast would like people just enjoy it way better. Would I don't you, think like, they would if you pronounce everything right. And if he just like got words out. No, not at all. Anyway, knockout. Anyway, so I was trying to tell the story about... <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Good Lord, you're the one interrupting me. And you're like, hey, Steve, how come you can't get shit out, you moron? <laughs> but I was just talking. See? Let's get it going. Oh, my God. Come on, this bro. Is, Let's is talk about doing. how you didn't kill any bucks last season, then, if you want to go down that route, since Let's everybody see. else is already shitting on yeah, you. Yeah, fine. Yeah, well, I didn't get it done. There. I said it flawlessly. I said it he flawlessly. Did, he, he didn't get it done because he didn't go. Oh, horse's ass. That's what happened. Mm. Hey, Steve, you up? Yeah, I, I had to turn around and get some cough syrup. Went back to sleep. Shit. <laughs> you up? Oh, oh, yeah, I've been up for Yeah, I'm, already, I'm an, on my way. I'm on my way. For an hour Hell now. yeah, I didn't even go to sleep, bro. <laughs> I'm going to start calling Amy. Like, hey, did Steve go hunting? You get a tally on your ass. Oh, you you wouldn't do so that. What would you? You're, yeah, so what would. you're saying is Steve's got to have a fucking alibi now. I messaged Jamie actually last year on Facebook said, "Hey, did Steve go hunting?" She never responded because she's like, "Oh, he probably, she probably asked didn't. Steve." Hey, Kurt just messaged me. Should I say you went hunting or not? He's like, "Don't answer." Yeah, that's what <laughs> happened because he's sitting on the couch eating a fucking burrito. She didn't check messages. How about like, we'll make a deal this year? We since we're, we're all about throwing bets, let's hear it. Every day that I go hunting, and you don't. We have to do something for that. You have to do something. That will make you go. Mm. So what are you ev- thinking? Every day that I go on a hunt, you have to Not including do nail cut. Yeah, no, not including that because you're taking off during the week. You're like, Steve, what are you doing? Uh, I'm working. All right, bitch, you owe me onion rings. What? Okay, October <laughs> 1st from deer season. But the thing is, you're going to lie, so it's not going to be accurate anyway. You'll lie. That's about what I'm it. telling you. We need to put a fucking tracker. A tile. We need to Dude, put get this that, tracker get that little on this tile app. Okay, so every time I go hunting, <laughs> we're way off the shoot. What we're talking about? But yeah, what's funny? Fine. So every time that I go deer hunting, that you don't, you owe you owe ten bucks to the podcast. Ooh, ten dollars, and we'll hold you to it. Otherwise, we'll beat your legs. <laughs> Just beat your leg with what? Fist? <laughs> fist? Yeah. Huh? Well, I could take. Fist. I'm using a fucking two by four. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you won't. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. That's fair. All right. So how deep do you think you'll be in the hole by the end of the season? I'm going to guess right now 10 bucks every time. Every day. Every day I go and he does I thought he just said $10. $64. But the thing is, okay, how about this? <laughs> <laughs> how about this? We'll do this. It's 10 bucks. We'll have, to have someone to keep track. We'll, D-Rock will do it. Every day I go and you don't. Ten bucks, but every day, say if I get tied up doing something, I can't go hunting, and you go hunting, we take ten bucks off. Oh, okay. But if I take a day off during the week, I'm like, hey, Kurt, guess what I'm doing? Then that's ten dollars off your fucking bill. Yeah, oh, if shit. you actually go. Yeah, let's count for layoffs. It's sad <laughs> we have to do this. Oh. Mm. The only how can There's you a, prove this though? You don't have to take like a live video or like a Snapchat or something. That's have, on demand. You know what I'll do? I'll just have somebody drive by your house. <laughs> drive by the crib is this truck out there it sucks that you suck so bad dude it's a shame <laughs> it's, it's a shame that you're awful so the thing with that though is like it'll be a saturday and amy will have to work and be like hey 
Just take my vehicle today. Yeah. Yeah, get this shit out of here. <laughs> He'll be sitting on the couch. Yeah, and he's not going to drive our 2017 Subaru for Steve's 94 fucking Silverado. It's a 99. It's about folded in half like a Chalupa. <laughs> that thing is a guaranteed piece of shit. It's the same color as a Chalupa. It actually is, dude. It's always a crispy golden brown with all the rust on the edges, always, too. Dude, I always feel like a piece of shit when I go into the ga- go buy gas, and I'm like... because yeah. you are a piece of shit. I'm like, hey, can I get five bucks? Uh, she's like, yeah, what truck is that? I go, ah, the gold Silverado out there. It's... That's all I can afford. <laughs> that gold. Oh, Jesus. Let's talk about, okay, so the shoot's going on. We're going to play all those games. It's a private event. We're hoping next year, if we can pull it off with our working class budgets, that we can make it available to everyone. Try and get um, to an actual 3D course. Yeah. and Something. Get, we got to figure something out. And yeah. I don't know either. Once again, like, you know, you brought up that this is nice here, but. You know, if we could expand to be a little little better, but not yeah, worry that, about space. Yeah, if we don't have to worry about space, that that's one thing. Well, we but, can invite more people, and we don't have to cap right. it off enough. The two it. clubs I've been thinking of are Galesburg Archery Club, Galesburg, mm-hmm. Illinois, or Davenport Valley Archers DVA. in Davenport, yeah. Iowa, and see if they even be up for that. DVA has camping, yeah. so that would be awesome. So that's an option. We'll see. I think that'd be really cool. I think it'd be a good that would time. Be awesome. yeah. Um. Let's talk about uh, you want to talk about the TG Anger episode a little bit first before we talk about uh, yeah I do uh, that latest episode uh, it's called Who's Your Brothers uh, premiered I guess uh, they released it on Carbon TV last week so about last week ish so um, you know go check if you can't if you can't find it I don't know what to tell you but just go to Carbon TV you'll be able to watch it absolutely free. Uh, find the virtue, release it fine. This um, this episode, I, I I saw the day it came out, and I was kind of hesitant to watch it. I waited uh, because I didn't want to watch it during the week. I think we all were, and I think Eric was the first one that said he watched it. He cried, and then Kurt goes, "I cried too," and everybody else said, "I was like, okay, I'm in." I think I made it like three minutes twenty four seconds before I. Shed a tear. I so started when, to get all teary eyed, and then I like looked away, like I wasn't about to cry, and then I like, came back to it. Yeah, when I um, the, the, this episode, uh, you know the the virtue, we talk about it an awful, awful lot, but it's one of those shows I've never really had a show that's made me go into emotions that don't normally happen to me. Right, you know what I mean. Um. You know, for example, when uh, PV, uh, the Daddy's Gun episode, yep. you know, he shot a turkey with his dad's gun. He uh, passed really, away. It really hits home. It's that emotion's real. And then, you know, when we had TJ on, we talked about the elk hunt where he shot the elk and it missed. And that was real emotion. And we had him on, became really good friends with him. It was like an instant, instant friendship with all yep. of us. So, for sure. You know, and I and I remember um, when he heard about his accident, dude. That shook all of us. So you know, well, you guys, is, you guys, we got to add it to the whole thing's not just like a sad episode. It, it, like, no, it's not. It's a lot totally of, not. There's an up and down. The, the story is a great. It's a great story, great mm. buildup. But just want to like kind of give a shout out to them. Go watch that. The virtue. Share it up to TJ's. TJ and Philip and, and Brady, Brady, uh, Brady Miller's out there. They're some of the best business. dudes on the planet, man. It was it was and so not good. just a spoiler, but like when we got that Snapchat of TJ <laughs> carrying the turkey with the walker, mm, man, yeah. I was like, it's I was crazy. grinning from yeah. cheek to cheek. If man. you guys ever want to see 
you know, a man who's got a second chance at life. Yep. Well, be able to do like, what when, he loves. When you watch like TJ <laughs> on The Virtue, that's how he actually is. Yeah. Like he's, he's like that same person in person. He's that same lovable personality. Absolutely. In real life as he is on The Virtue. Yep. So when you watch that, take our word for it that that is how TJ is. Like he's that lovable all the time. That he's just such a good cat. 24/7. Yeah. And we got we got a little Snapchat group and I you know I wanted to It's called Idiots. It's called Idiots. And I, <laughs> I remember to, that. It was the Iowa Classic and someone added us to it. I'm like, I have no idea how that happened. I don't know, but I'm like I'm going to name this the Idiots cuz I was all hung over and just uh-huh. feeling like dog shit. And so there's some interesting characters in there and I remember <laughs> you know we we all watched that. We all are pretty manly. We don't want to say we all cried, but I Oh, I, be, I cried. I had to be the jackass. I go, hey, the best part of the episode was when Liz showed up. Yep. <laughs> and uh, when we podcasted with TJ and Philip at uh, and, and Brady Miller at uh, ATA show yep. this year, TJ was like thanking us at the beginning for just being friends, whatever. That about got me. Like I, I pretty much cried without crying. Like I was there. I'm like, damn, about to cry on a podcast. It'll happen like hardcore eventually. But I thought yeah. that was there. I was like, oh shit. I, I think I started tearing up like in the episode, uh, not the the podcast, but the uh, virtue the virtue episode. Dude, they show the video of TJ's truck, and the way they had to get that on because it rolled was upside down, and that didn't even look like a truck. And that wow. shit started getting to me. I was like, "Damn, yeah, dude, it's insane, man." But you know what, man they um they got it done. It's an episode worth checking out. Obviously, it means enough to us that three grown men are going to sit here and talk about an episode like that. Go check it oh, out. It's on, cried. Yeah, it's on Carbon TV. Which is one of those shows, man, that the Virtues is a show that all the emotion put into it and just the excitement, that's all real stuff with the you Virtue. You can tell it's real. It's not... And that's the thing, like, real in our industry now is this, and I, and I mean our industry, I mean the outdoor industry, is thrown around very loosely, like, we're just mm-hmm. being real, we're just being real, we're doing what normal guys do, being real. But you know, like, when you see their show, you're like, this isn't fucking real. Yeah, when you say, <laughs> you know... you. you like the way TJ acts, and when you see the excitement that Philip has when he shoots a buck, like Philip is an enthusiastic guy. When you talk when you to meet him, that's how he is. He's yeah. just like you think he is. Philip is the man when you talk to him, dude. He's just he's so a, nice just, too. Just walking around, dude. The guy. But on I, video, I when they're one. when they're showing emotion, you know that's real emotion. Mm-hmm. It's not some bullshit that it's not a put on for the right. camera. You know exactly. Yeah, as Eric would say, it ain't no bullshit. It ain't no bullshit. That's right. I just I, I wanted to throw that out there. It's out there new. Check out the virtue, guys. Just Please do it. Do. It's one of our favorite shows. Um, another thing we did recently, we're kind of bring everybody up to speed. It's kind of an awkward time for us here at the <laughs> podcast, but um, just kind of in between things. Um, but uh, we switched arrow. Well, I'm shooting the same arrows. I'm shooting the victory rip TKOs, um, and then I just ordered some new ones, and I'm changing my arrow weight for uh elk hunting this september me and my dad and jeremy from south dakota uh shout out buckstorm um, is he coming YouTube. to the shoot no he wishes he could but oh, he can't. Damn. We're, he's saving his days for that elk hunt man i was about to say didn't he just have twins too yeah he just had twins that's damn. another reason i'm holding them back but he, he next year he'll be there i bet yeah they're um, they're young enough they're not gonna realize that their father's gone for a couple days <laughs> <laughs> but we're putting in the uh ethics archery well i already did i put in ethics archery inserts in my victory arrows i'm shooting a 300 spine and I put in 100 grain inserts. How big is that spine? It's 166. Oh, okay. That's a good spine. I think we'll all be pretty much running that same setup this year, right? Yep. Yep. My yeah. dad's shooting. Me and my dad are shooting the. Ex- he, my draw length's a little longer than his. 
um, but we're shooting the same exact arrow setup just for emergency sake. Yep. So say we're out on this hunt and like, for example, last season, my dad lost his arrows. I had to let him borrow. <laughs> I'm about to say, it doesn't matter. Your dad will still get it done with whatever yeah, arrow right. he's got. I, my, dad, <laughs> my dad left, and if you guys missed this back in the previous podcast, my dad left his quiver full of full metal jackets with lum- or not Luminox, uh, Nocturnal Nox, Broadheads. Yeah, Luminox. They still use fell off the uh, Fell off the tonneau cover. And he, we didn't know it until he got there. He, like, remembered that he set it back there, like, almost there, which oh. why your brain does that is so weird. So I gave him one of my arrows because they're a different weight. I'm like, I, I eh, they might have been pretty close to weight, but I'm like, they're going to shoot different. That buck better be 20 yards and closer. And right. it was. He shot a buck with one of my arrows. <laughs> so um, he got that done. But we uh, were setting our arrows up the same exact way. That way for all the mountain, you just never know. Mm. Not, yeah. Like, say, That's I've, a smart idea. Who knows what happens? It's anything can happen. So Literally, you can somebody, slip and fall and break your whole quiver. Yep. So I was going to say, if I got talk. a six arrow quiver and he's got a six arrow, there's a dozen arrows there yeah. for both of us that we can we can let them fly if we have to. Or you just you never know. That's a that's a good idea. You know, you never think about it. But if you guys are something that we probably to- should do too is I might be like, hey, we need to switch bows and practice because by then we'll both be shooting rituals. Mm-hmm. So his draw length is only a half inch longer. We should probably, and we're pretty much going to be shooting the same size. His is longer than yours? Mine's longer than his. Okay. So we should, that's probably a good idea, huh? We should probably switch bows just in case something happens. Because your arrows are going to be the same. The rest, I mean, everything will be the same. Everything will be the same. But your peep sight might be a little bit higher or lower. So yeah, yeah, it might be a a good idea. Well, Papa Dave uh, knows how to adapt, so he'd do good just in case. Not saying anything will happen, but yeah, that's a. It's but we're shooting it. the Ethics Archery. Um, there's a promo code. I think it's WCB. Gives you 10% off Ethics Archery inserts. Um, super high quality. Tougher than fuck. Yeah. Um, I put them at those 100 grain. And I think I'm going to be shooting off. It depends. I think it depends if I shoot 100 grain or 125 grain. I'll be shooting between four mid 470s to 500 grains this year for elk. Well, what do you what do you think? Because when we were sighting in those arrows, obviously you're going heavier. You lost a little bit of speed. Yeah, I, I would. Which I mean, you, you knew was going to happen. But would you rather get hit by a lightweight that's really fucking fast, or would you rather have Brock Lesnar mm-hmm. hit you in the face? Well, is Brock Lesnar in an octagon or a squared circle? <laughs> would you rather get hit by Conor McGregor or Brock Lesnar? Straight punch to the face. It's a hey, fucking pretty easy answer. Hey, dude, I'm, answer I'm saying, hey, thing. wait, I'm, I'm thinking. God damn it! What, what, did, what did Conor McGregor say? He's like, uh, power beats precision. Or precision I would rather power. get hit by Conor McGregor because I'm bigger than him. Than I mean, Brock I could, Lesnar. I could whoop both their asses, so it doesn't matter to me who. The hits answer me. is, you would rather get hit by the smaller guy because it's not going to hurt as bad. I know. I'm just, I'm just giving you're you a hard fucking time. Fucking dick bag. We're going to box again after this podcast. Dick. No, we're not. I got, I got, I got cramps. I can't box. Does your pussy hurt? Something like that. Dehydrated. Dehydrated. <laughs> I am dehydrated, dude. I didn't get the nine gallons it requires me. I have to drink as much water as an elephant, dude. So anyway, I got those ethics so inserts anyway. in. Uh, I got my sight tape on. Um, I'm shooting the HHA Optimizer Dev Tail, the Kingpin. Shooting good. Dude, I got dialed in, and I shot yesterday again at 20, and I was shooting at like, the smallest dots possible, and I was center punching. Um, I'm, I got to do all that tomorrow. 
Yeah, we were I'm so we're struggling <laughs> with time here, being on third shift and just not being able to get anything done. <laughs> that is true. That's a good point. You have an excuse. But last year, I think uh, I'm doing better than last year because I think I put my side tape on well, last just year got at our, the shoot. But we had just got our bows. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Last yeah. year, we got our new elites like pretty much the week before. Right. So, and it's kind of like I changed arrow setup this year because uh, I, I know I'm going to get the ritual here soon. So I plan on starting from scratch again, but same arrow setup. I'm going to just completely refresh um, and just kind of – but I'm going like with, over it with a fine-tooth comb, get everything right and, and just the way I want it, which my bow is now. But just can you, the fresh start when you get right. the new one for, for elk. In Colorado, you, you, can you shoot uh, mechanical broadheads? Or? Uh, I don't know. I, I, I think you can. I don't know what I'm shooting yet. I'm, I, w- I will probably shoot a fixed blade, but I'm not – Hundred percent sure yet? I haven't decided what I'm doing. Because what is it, Montana? You, if you're hunting elk, you have <laughs> Dude, to have. I, I, have I no can't idea. remember. I know somebody said that where you have to have fixed blades. I have no idea. Dude. I I don't recall either. But just kind of curious of what uh, we think you're gonna gonna run. So when you run sure. broadheads, you and you and your dad are gonna have the same ones. Oh yeah, more than likely. Yeah, of course, I'm probably I'm gonna lean. I don't know. If I shoot a mechanical, it'll be a slick trick, a mm-hmm. uh, raptor trick. If, oh, fuck, I don't know, dude. I don't know yet, really. I'm going to kind of... I wouldn't mind giving the slick trick flick, fixed blades a try this year. Yeah, that's... Just give them a... That's probably what I'll have my eye on, um, just because I'm so happy with the slick, uh, raptor tricks. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like trying different shit, too. The thing is, it's like... I don't know, man. I think the raptor trick can do the job just fine. You know, I'm not shooting a fucking elephant, but pretty close. I don't know. I, I, <laughs> pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. I'm not sure, man. That's a, <laughs> I, I, I want to say I'm going to shoot fixed blade. You think so? But I just don't know which fixed blade yet for sure. So I'm kind of. That's why I can't give you like a. Yeah, in the air. You know, I'm I'm keeping my options open. I'm going to shoot. Cocktail. I'm going to shoot until my arm explodes. So I know that I'm going to be. You know, I plan on being tuned out like crazy up to 70 yards. So. You know, if I got to make something happen, the perfect shot opportunity at like sixty yards presents itself. I can make it happen. So, are you? Let me ask you this: I don't, I don't want to just grill your whole brain here, but um, you know, with you and your dad shooting, you know, where you said you know we might have to switch bows. Are you guys going to be shooting close to the same poundage? I don't even know what poundage your dad shoots. Sixty. I shoot sixty-five usually. Okay, so it's it's right there. You guys aren't bumping up. You're not trying to be Cam Haynes shooting ninety-five pounds or anything like that. <laughs> no. Hundred and twelve. <laughs> I still want to be able to get my bow back when I've been sitting in a tree stand for four hours when it's fucking negative ten out. <laughs> you know, that's, that's the thing too. Is like the mountains are gonna be a total different story for us Midwest guys. You know, thinner air. Dude, you you're know what? Be I, exhausted. And, you know what I'm thinking about doing? So, okay, I haven't like said anything about it, but. I fucked my back up really bad. Like, um, I, all you guys all know that, but mm. like, I haven't said anything on the podcast. I don't think I have. Oh fuck! It might be a month and a half now. I fucked my back up bad, and it hurts. Like, I don't know what it is carrying me the whole time, dude. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, that's what it is. <laughs> I didn't mean to have that. So happen. I hurt my back really bad. And one of my form of exercise is a BMX bike. I was going to bust that baby out, but my back hurts so bad that I'm like, I'm not going to. Dude. get this thing out but i'm starting to i think i'm coming out of it i'll knock on a studio table knock on wood but um i'm tossing the idea around and i'm gonna get shit for this and i don't care what you say about nutrition because i'm not gonna listen to you anyway um 
I think I'm thinking of starting Monday. I'm starting on all just a, a pure meat diet, carnivore diet, pure meat, nothing else. Just I thought you were eating water, dude. I thought you were gonna go total vegan, like just 100 percent vegan, just no, so fuck that, just so you know that when you're like, dude, dude, I hate no, no, no. lettuce, dude. I was eating lettuce the other day. <laughs> I remember you told me this. I was eating lettuce the other day. I can't remember. I was me and Sam were out to eat. Fuck, where were we? When I'm eating lettuce, I'm like. Man, fuck lettuce, dude. This <laughs> shit sucks. Dude, dude, I, was, and I, like, I was eating like a salad. It was like a loaded salad. I'm like, this is awful. Like, I'm done eating lettuce. It's like, not I'm done bad unless it. you douche it in like 13 pounds of salt. Or yeah, it's got to be drenched in you know? well, I'm saying, dude, ranch. Because if, uh, if you go on that full vegan diet, all of a sudden you're just going to be hungry for meat. So that, that want to kill an elk is going to be just... I, I've done very minimal research <laughs> on like a uh, carnivore diet. But uh, the, what I did research is, like, guys eat two meals a day. They eat breakfast and they eat dinner because they eat, like, a big steak in the morning and they, are like, feel sustained all day. And just well, it's water. because meat's full of protein. Protein keeps you fucking full. It's good for your gut. I don't know. I don't know anything about nutrition. but I don't either. The plan is I was going to buy, like, do it every Sunday or whatever or, like, Monday night when I get off work, buy a week worth of steaks and when I'm ste- beef steaks and venison steaks. So I have a mixture so I don't get too burnt out on one. Mm-hmm. It, you know what I mean? You eat the same thing over and over again. I don't want to get tired of deer meat. That's like when I cook chicken wings, I'm like, yeah, I'm eating healthy right now. <laughs> you, yeah, it's chicken. It's you know, chicken like, everyone's like, Oh, you got to eat chicken. You got to eat chicken. Yeah. See, chicken the thing wings. is, but I, I don't know if I'll include that in like, I'll include like some jerky to try and get in there. But I was yeah, thinking, you got to mix it up a little bit. Oh, I was saying, like, I was talking to Sam because we have jerky from Smith's. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, what if I eat jerky? And she's like, well, you're going to season your steak with, like, salt. I'm like, well, it's the same, same thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll just drink water. But um, I don't know. I'm thinking or about, just drink Bush Light. It's got water in it. See, that's the thing. Like, if I was on this carnivore diet, I had to drink something else. Or just cut don't out drink, alcohol. Don't drink it. That would be really good for me, but. It actually would be very good for me. <laughs> Just do it like a month before. You'll be all right. No, I want to do it three months. Mo- I don't know. I guess if I start now, because what is it? June? Yeah, it'd be the perfect time. If I start next on Monday, it'd be three months. Well, you got my wedding coming up, so you're going to drink at that. So you can't quit out drinking yet. I could I could have one day. I don't know. I think it'd be, it, it'd be fun. Because when I was in Idaho for work last year, I ate uh, prime rib every night for dinner for like a month and a half. And all the guys were like, dude, how do you eat that every night? I'm like, I don't know. I just I love it. It's fucking prime rib. I mean, <laughs> dude, how much wouldn't you eat that for a month straight? Yeah. If I could afford it, I would. How much, uh, blah, how much horseradish did you have? I don't like horseradish, yo. Really? I eat prime rib, nothing else. Dude. Nope. Steve's prime rib is uh, Burger King every night. So. <laughs> no, dude. I, uh, if you kill more deer, bro, you wouldn't have to eat fast food all the time. I love prime rib. All right, thanks for joining us this no, week on Working Class Bowhunter. I think we like covered everything we need to. We kind of bullshit a lot. Not a whole lot. Yeah, it is. Wasn't a, we, I filled last week's podcast so full of content with how to measure a whitetail that we fell short this week. This is a busy week for us. It is. Yeah, it is. We got a, we got a, a ton of stuff on. to do. So, you know, the shoot's going to be awesome. Well, me and Kerr have a ton of shit to do. Yeah, me and Eric are going to be really busy. Steve's going to stand around and talk, and then we go, Steve, will you fucking do so? Oh, yeah. What do? What do you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, I saw that on the invite, guys. Yeah. Thanks a lot. That that is what you do. Absolutely no, not. nothing. No, it's not. Not L- at all. Little, all right, guys. Your model is little as possible. No, isn't it? I'll just see what I can slide by by not doing anything over here in the corner. <laughs> right. All right, guys. If you're going to the shoot, we will be happy to see you there. We'll give each other hugs and we'll high five and we'll shoot our bows till our elbows explode, shoulders explode. Uh, other than that, 
there'll be a post shoot podcast probably, and uh, we got some good ones scheduled for the future here. Uh, sorry, this podcast is sort of a filler. We covered a few things, a little update. Uh, we might have a big announcement next week. We haven't quite decided yet if we're going to announce it yet. It's the same announcement we've been kind of dwelling on over the last month or two. Anyway, go shoot your bow. It's that time of year. Start thinking about getting those trail cams out. We love you. Later.